ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Everyone who seeks will find 
For the weary heart. 
gentlemen tonight I believe that the grace of God is abounding to us and in that abundant grace he sent us his word and that word will be brought to us by someone who is skilled in the word of God tonight so ladies and gentlemen I want you to stand to your feet and I want you to clap your hands and help me to welcome to this pulpit the Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogol to bring us the word of the Lord God Almighty tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, you can do better. Come on, clap your hands tonight. yourself into the hands of God and ask him to speak to Jesus. you. Ask him to touch your heart with the spirit. Ask him to minister grace to you. Ask him to change your life with a word that is coming to you tonight. Ask him to minister grace. Father, we thank you. We are so grateful to you for the blessing of coming into your presence tonight. Touch us and may we never be the same again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. And I want to welcome you to church on Tuesday evening. It's good to be in church. I said it's good to be in church. And those of you online, I also want to welcome you. Clap your hands for yourselves for being online, being in church. And I want you to know that After 2,000 years, or 2,000 years after Jesus' death, the church has become a degenerate version of what it's supposed to be. The church has become a twisted version of what it is supposed to be. And I guess 2,000 years is a very long time for something to spoil. It's a very long time. It's even a blessing that we still have some church left. It means the church is a very, very militant body. But I want to assure you that what you see today as church doesn't represent the original plan of God 
for the church. If you read in the book of Acts, the Bible says, and they continued daily, daily in the temple and from house to house. That's how to be a Christian. They continued every day, Acts 2.46. Every day they were in the temple, either in the temple or in somebody's house. Fellowshipping, sharing with each other, eating together, not once a week appearing in church. What we are doing today, where we have made Sunday a church day, is what leads to the battered and tattered spirituality we have now. So to have been in church on Sunday and to also be in church on Tuesday, it's nothing. If you, where were you yesterday? You should have been in church yesterday. If we are doing real Bible, you should be in church yesterday. You should, you should have been in church yesterday. You should be in church tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, every day. Because really, come to think of it, when something is important, you don't do it once a week. The thing that is important to you, like going to school, you don't go once a week. Your job in the school, do you go there to teach once a week? So how come you want to come to church? To come to church once a week means that church is not important. God is not important. So for the Many of you who are online and those of you in church today, I want you to clap your hands for yourself that you've, you've come to church. Whether there's a meeting after or no meeting. I mean, to be in church, is, it's a very important thing to do. And also, I want to say to those who are online, being in church is better than being online to watch a service. Yeah. We have just shown mercy to you by coming online for you to be a part of this. And also for those in London... Even in London, people used to go to London to fornicate the weekend and come back. So you could fly to Accra to church and return to London. <laughs> but those of you in Accra watching there, honestly, I don't know what we should say to you. But we want to say that we love you. We are very happy you came to church online. And all of you in church, clap your hands for yourselves. And today, I want to ask you to please sit and uh, I want to share something very short with you. Two, two things about prayer. You know, we are, I want to remind you that I am trying to lay the foundation for, for our Christian life. So I began with salvation messages, being born again, and then we came to uh, prayer, I think. And um, because when you enter into a relationship with someone, one of the important hallmarks is communication. So anyone who is born again ought to know a lot about prayer. Because a Christian ought to pray to God every day. The Bible says we should pray without season. Jesus said in Luke 18 that men ought always to pray. And not to faint. So, prayer is a very, very important dimension of our relationship with God. So today, I want to share two things about prayer 
and then we will share the grace and close. The first thing I want to share with you about prayer is how to pray from your heart. How to pray from your heart. And I'm teaching from this book, Everything by Prayer, Nothing Without Prayer. How to pray from your heart. Because there is so much hypocrisy in us as human beings that we tend to carry it to God. Forgetting that God knows our hearts even before we come to stand in front of him. He said, before you prayed, I heard it. Yes, before you prayed. So, when you go to stand before God to pray, he knows what is on your mind. And so, it is very important for you to know that you can't stand in front of God and be saying things which are not from your heart. If you go to your headmaster or your managing director to talk to him, then you may hide something that is in your heart and speak English to him. But when you are standing before God, you need to understand that, Charlie, the man has, he knows you before you came. So to stand in front of him and use King James English when what you want to say is really in key means that you don't understand, you don't even know the one you are talking to. So a lot of prayers are unanswered because they are not prayed from the heart. The amplified version of James 5.16 says, Confess to one another therefore your faults. That is your slips, your false steps, your offenses your sins. And pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. And it goes on in that same verse and says, the earnest into brackets, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. Dynamic in its working. How many of you want power to be available to you when you pray to God? There is power in prayer. And I pray that when you go to God to pray, you will experience power. Genuine power. Now, that prayer is a prayer from the heart. So the word is heartfelt. It is the prayer from the heart. The heartfelt prayer that makes tremendous power available. And, and, and you see, if you want to learn lessons on prayer... The best person to learn from is Jesus Christ. Yes. Why? Why, why Jesus Christ? Because 
if you want to know something about an important person, you can know it from learning, you can know it by learning from the person who is very close to him. If you want to know somebody who is important, find someone who is close to him and you will learn a lot. And Jesus was close to God. Very, very close. Now, how did Jesus talk to the Father? How did Jesus speak to God? That's the first thing I'm talking to you about. Praying from the heart. When Jesus was praying to God, he prayed out of his feelings. If you want God to answer your prayer, learn it today. This is a short message. Learn to pray out of your feelings. A lot of people don't pray from the heart. And I guess it's because your heart is even very polluted before you came to stand before God. But no matter what it is, God wants to hear from your heart. If you read Matthew 27, from the King James Bible, Matthew 27, verse 45, it says, Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land unto the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Some of them that stood there, when they heard that said, this man calleth for Elias. You know, don't be too bothered about people who misinterpret your actions. Yeah, some of us are too concerned about people's opinions about us. You are concerned about how they think about you, what they say about your dress, what they say about how you walk like your father, what they say about even though you are a girl, you walk like a man. That, that's, it's your father's genes that gave birth to you. Ladies and gentlemen, we must learn to set aside the opinions of men and be more concerned about the opinion of God. One of the things that drives us away from God is that we are not concerned about the opinion of God. And we are rather concerned about what that girl is saying about me. Yes, as I become a shepherd, what are my family members saying? What are my best friends saying? Now that I'm a pastor and they are working in the bank, when they see me cry, how do they feel? My dear friend, let them feel what they want to feel. The best feeling you need about your life is the feeling God has for you. He says to you, well done, good and faithful servant. That's more important than what a rascal has to say about you. And what you may not know also is that people's opinions change. Yes. And God is able to cause the opinions of people to change. So Jesus is in my the man is calling his father. And I don't know whether even on the cross, whether he was speaking away or he was speaking God. As far as I'm concerned, the language he was using was the language everybody understood. So how come he says Eli, Eli, and I say he's calling for Elias? 
I mean, it's like no matter what you do, they will have something to say about the God you are serving, about your prayer life, about your commitment, about your love for God, about your forsaking of sins. No matter what you do, there is always someone anointed to criticize you. Yes. So if your posture is to pay attention to critics, you won't go far. You won't go far. With God, I mean, with God, you won't go far. And I believe that somebody is being anointed to ignore the opinions of men. I said somebody is being anointed to ignore the opinions of men. And stand tall as someone who needs to know that the one to please is God. So when you are praying... You must tell God what you really feel. Yes. And I'm sure you know why you must tell God what you really feel. The reason is that he knows it already. So if you don't say it, you are actually becoming a hypocrite. I'm I'm saying it again. When you go to God to pray, and you are angry with God, Tell the Lord, Father, I bore bless you. Ah, yes, I bore bless you. You don't try. Yes, you don't try. You can even speak pidgin English. Yes, you don't try. Yes. You don't try. Because, because that is what is in your heart. So to go and stand and say, Omnipotent, Omniscient, Father, Lord, God of heavens, Thou that standeth on the mountains of Jerusalem, I bow down to Thee, and I say, Thou art exalted, Lord. Thou art mighty and magnificent, omnificent, pacificent. Hey! Meanwhile, he knows that you are bored with him, that your salary hasn't been paid for two months. Opana, better stand up and say, Charlie, God, why haven't you organized my salary for me at this, all this time? When Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he challenged God. He, he, he told him, that if you really want to, you can prevent what is about to happen. That, that I, I am surrendered to you. I will allow whatever. But I know that if you want to, you can change this thing. And that was his real feeling. Mark 14, 35. And he went forward a little and fell on the ground and prayed. You see, one of the reasons why your prayers are not being answered is that you are so hypocritical. Father, the reason why I'm asking for this car is that I want my former boyfriend to know that you have prospered me. That's all. That's all. Because that is what is in your heart anyway. You know, so Lord, I want to I want to shuttle new converts to church. And I want if it's new convert, then ask for a bus. If it's new convert, then ask for a bus. Should I continue preaching? Yeah, he went forward a little and fell down. I'm driving out hypocrisy. That the King James Bible we read is for us to understand some verses and so. But it's not the language you you can't in the 21st century be praying to God and anybody you hear who uses thou and thee. It's a hypocrite. It's a hypocrite. He has gone to learn prayers. 
there, there are prayers in books. You read prayers. We don't read prayers. When you stand before God, it is the content of your heart you pour to Him. Because it's a heartfelt. Why is this? In your normal English, you say this to your friend. Tell it, thou art, uh, 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 has thou got wache? Bring, bring thine apotoyua for us to eat thine kobe. Is that what you say to your friend? Why suddenly you are talking to God and you are saying thee and thou? What's wrong with you? So a lot of prayers are not answered because they are actually hypocritical prayers. He's, and he said, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup for me. That's what the English. Take away this cup. Take away this cup for me. That's it. Whether God will take it or not, that one is also another discussion. But he, dear, his heart is that take away this chalice. Take it away. Nevertheless, not what I will, but thou wilt. But I've already told you my peace of mind anyway. Yes. Even though it's what you will, I've already told you what I think. That remove this thing. Someone like you shouldn't be doing this to me. And never think that when you pray from your heart, you offend God because He knows the heart already. <laughs> and God is not offended when you pray from your heart. You, you see, you rather endear yourself to Him because He sees the genuineness. One of the things Jesus kept blasting people about was hypocrisy. You rather irritate God. When you pretend in his presence, notice the comment Jesus made about hypocrites. Who pretend to pray to him? He knows that they are pretending. He knows the prayers are not real. He knows the prayers are not from their heart. From today, I see you talking to God from your heart. Just say what is on your heart. Jesus knew that the prayers of the Pharisees and scribes weren't from their hearts. So he said that they would be damned. He used them in between, be damned. Don't bring damnation upon yourself when you pray. Mark 12, verse 40. Which devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. These shall receive greater damnation. These shall receive what? Greater damnation. So, 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 so today, I just want to say to you, that's the first point, that when you are praying to God, because when you are a new convert, and you get born again, you are in church, you see people doing all kinds of gymnastics in prayer. Yes. But learn it today. That when you go to God to pray, say what is on your heart. Even if you are praying in tongues, speak the tongues that you have in your heart. And believe God to, to improve your language as time goes on. But if what you have on your heart is kiriaba, 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 say the kiriaba because that's it. See, anything apart from the real is an abomination to God. 
When you go to God and you are sad, tell the Lord, Lord, I'm sad today. Yes. When you go to him and you are grateful, say, Lord, I'm grateful today. Lord, I'm happy today. Lord, I didn't do well today. That is why we even go to God to pray for forgiveness. I mean, think about it. You fornicate with a girl on top of a tree. Nobody sees you. When you descend, you come and pray to God and tell God something nobody saw. It means that you, you, are, you, you are trying to be open to God. Why then will you come when, when, when you are upset about something God did? And you come and say, oh Lord, I thank you. <laughs> I saw you, I know you. You are great. Yes. I know you, you are great. You are all merciful, you are kind. But I'm not happy with what you have done. Yes. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. When Jesus was on the cross, turn your Bible to Matthew 27. I read it. He said, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Now, there are many possibilities. It's possible that God has forsaken him. Because I'm sure you know he was on the cross and our sins were on him. It's also possible that God had not forsaken him. Because the events on Golgotha were predicted to the minute in the book of Psalms and Isaiah. So God must have been orchestrating those events. So the possibility that God was around is higher than the possibility that God was not around. But still, his feeling was that God had left him. And he expressed his feeling. Whether you are with me or not, I, I, I don't feel your presence. And that's how, you see, but when you meet a man who doesn't understand how you feel and who will not even, who, who will be bored that you spoke your mind, you can say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you have left me for a while to come back. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that you, 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 you've gone, but you've come back. But Jesus was clear in his mind that you have, he said, why? See, why has thou forsaken me is that you are saying that he has forsaken you. And, then, and, then, and, then, and I don't understand. And what if God hasn't forsaken him? So, so when you are with God, eh, don't try to, be, to, to rationalize don't try to arrange your thoughts. Tell him the feeling that, you see, what he wants eh, is the real feeling. The real feeling. Like the man Jesus healed. He, he, tells, he said, do you believe? He said, yes, I believe you, but help my own belief. I believe you, but there's also unbelief in me. May you learn to be open. May you learn to be plain. May you learn to open your heart when you go to God. You see, we must not waste six hours in prayer pretending by, 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 by using words that are useless and giving impressions that don't exist. Six hours. 
You go and wait on God and you go there and you use English that was spoken 500 years ago. Some of the words you use, you can't even spell it. Yes, think about it. Words that you yourself can't spell. If you want to be close to God, and if you want your prayers to be exciting to God, number one is that learn now to tell the Lord, Father, I'm very sorry that just 45 minutes of a ride from Malijo to Tetekwashi, I have fallen in love with the Uber driver. I'm very sorry. And the thoughts I was having were not good thoughts. Lord, I'm surprised that a Christian will say, will think such things. But I, that's the way I feel. When I saw his beard, I just fell in love. When I saw his car, I just felt that I could be married to him and also be driving this car. Learn to be real with God and not say, the Lord, I bless you for your creation. How you made this Uber driver. He, you, have, you have made him in your image and he, his life glorifies you. All this type of English. Word salad. Receive honesty in your, in your talk with God. Honesty. 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 The last thing you must do is to read prayers. One brother, his wife had a problem, a car accident, and had a deformity. After some time, the wife noticed that the brother was not interested in her. He, was, he, he didn't like her. Because she had had a very bad deformity. I don't want to describe the deformity. Later, after some months, they, they sat down. And the girl said, but when we married, we said for better, for worse. He said, what, what did you say? I? <laughs> he said, it's the pastor who told me to say it. <laughs> yes. So, so if you go to America, when they are having weddings, there's no way to you speak in yourself. Speak, you can even read, but it's your words. Yeah, you say what you want to say. Yeah, he said me. I didn't say. I mean, it was a public event. I didn't want to embarrass anyone. But those words, I don't even know those sentences. <laughs> he said, "I should say. So I should repeat that I take thee. I take thee." That thou art, thou art. <laughs> yeah. When something is not from your heart, eh, I tell you, it gives you the chance to misbehave, you yourself. When you read prayers which are abominations, it gives you the chance to tell God, about this are not my prayers. I was given a prayer book to recite. The next time you go to God, eh, just hit your chest and tell him whatever is on your mind. Yes. That is the prayer God prays. If your, if your 
center is not growing, don't go to God and say, oh Lord, I thank you that you made big things and small things, and mine are small things, and I thank you, Lord, that I, I'm, go- I'm going to be faithful, I'm going to be committed to this little center, and I'm going to be, nay, tell the Lord, Father, I don't know how to grow the center. I wish my center would be a big center, like Abigail's center. But my own is not growing. So please, help me do something to me. Touch my pastor's heart to come and help me. Your own is a small one. When God was sharing, he gave you a small center. I see genuineness and honesty and, 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 and truthfulness in every sentence you utter to God. May God like your prayers. May God be drawn to you. May God like the openness of your heart. May your, may your interactions with God be real, be genuine, be honest, be plain, and be clear. In the name of Jesus. Number two. And I'm ending with this. Pray with forgiveness. So today, number one was what? Pray from your heart. And number two is what? Pray with forgiveness. <laughs> yes. And I'm, pray, I'm preaching to those who are new converts, who are learning how to walk with God. That when you go to God to pray, don't use omniscient, omnipotent, and when the, an angel slaps you and says, spell it, then you, you are standing there. <laughs> Please, are you in church? Can I continue or should end up? How to pray with forgiveness? How? Mark 11, 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. And when ye stand praying, forgive if ye have ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive you your trespasses. I keep saying to the church that God always looks at your behavior and behaves that way towards you. He always looks at what you are doing. Your attitude. This morning, during the flow prayer meeting, the prophet read from Leviticus that if you ignore his commandments, if you, he, if you disobey, if you set aside his command, commandment, he will, he will visit you with terror and consumption. He always waits for you. Listen to this one. Even if I don't say anything anymore, get this last sentence, if it's the last sentence. God always waits for your first move. You will always be the one to make the first move. So that he will watch your move. 
and move by your movements. When he wants to give something to you, he won't just give it to you. He will first of all watch your giving movements. Yes. He watches how you give. Then he will also give to you. If he sees that you are giving with a teaspoon, he will give you with a teaspoon. He always looks at the container you use. He needs it because he must give you based on the container you are used to. Since you are used to teaspoons, then get a teaspoon. Luke 6.38 For with what measure ye measure with all, it shall be measured to you. Luke 6.38b The measure you use is the measure God uses. He always waits for you. If he sees that you are, you, you are used to buckets, then he'll come and use buckets. If you are used to teaspoons, but think about it. If you are used to teaspoons, why should he come with a bucket? You're not used to this type of blessing. Oh, yes. There are some blessings we are not used to. Certain blessings we are not used to it. Some of you, even in this service tonight, if God gives you a Mercedes-Benz 500 SEL, You won't be in this again. You are now sitting here as a humble center leader, writing notes, wearing glasses. But if you get a, 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 a major Mercedes-Benz wagon, G-Wagon, who will see you in church? Because you are not used to it. I mean, imagine God gives you a private jet. You, you will go mad. You, 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 something will happen to you. So what will he do? He has to give you a second-hand diwutiko. So, so, it will even enhance your outreach. <laughs> because when it was time for you to bless somebody with something new, you used it before you gave it to the person. Yeah. Remember the new shoes you had? God touched your heart, give it to Sewa. You didn't give it to her. You wore it for three months. The same way, if God is also going to bless you with a car, you can get a brand new car. He will let somebody use it three months times 30. <laughs> so right here, he's here. He said it. If you don't forgive, you can continue the sentence. Continue the sentence. If you do not forgive, neither will your heavenly father. So he's waiting in that matter to see your behavior. Makota Babaya. And some of you should be very careful. Because there are certain things you did that you prayed for forgiveness and God forgave you. But you can annoy God to, to bring it up again. Yes. Forgiveness is very important. Why do you say mercy? You've forgotten the story of the man who owed somebody 20 Ghana. <laughs> and is it owed some, or somebody owed him? Somebody owed him 20 Ghana. My English weren't good at this time. Somebody owed him 20 Ghana cities. The person begged. 
today. Today you pay. He said, today, 20 Ghana. He held the guys. He held the neck and the shirt. And lifted him. It's called Habohuk. Those who have lived in Takradi and Tema, they know it's called Habo. When you steal in the Habo and they get you, they lift you. The guy begged. The guy begged. He said, No. You will pay. As he was standing there, not forgiving the man for the 20 Ghana, not knowing that he, he, he owed somebody 2,000 Ghana cities. He had just finished begging, and the guy he owed 2,000 cities said, Oh, it's okay, it's okay. You know, it's, it's, we understand it's COVID era, and you have you know, your work, your job. It's, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. From the 2,000 Ghana, then he came and met the guy with 20. How many of you are aware that when you were standing there with the 20 Ghana guy who owed him, he had been forgiving 2,000 Ghana? Does anybody understand? That he had been what? What's the English word? Forgiving. That, is, that debt had been cancelled. Cancelled. It was written off. Like your three abortions have been written off. Like that married man you slept with before you, born, you got born again has been what? Written off. Don't pretend to read the Bible. Just lift your head and listen to what I'm saying. Just written off. So as we are here, you may not know. Some things have been written off. I remember when we were in primary school, somebody had a farm. A sugarcane farm. Like from Oyibi to let's say Dodoa. We were six boys. We stole the sugar cane from like Oyibi to like Sasabi. <laughs> we ate, you chewed some, we sold some, we, lo- I mean, then we moved to another farm. That the, the man was planting uh, potatoes. Potatoes. We will go there with, with the copot in the farm. In the night, the, the owner's farm in the corporate, in the corporate, and boil the potatoes in the farm. That, that is called live. <laughs> but I prayed. I said, I prayed to God and said, Lord, forgive me for somebody's farm I have destroyed. May no one destroy my church or my farm. Has God forgiven me? That's forgiven me. But ladies and gentlemen, there is something you can do to stir up the abortion matter, which is closed though. The docket is closed. But when the guy said, I won't forgive you the 20 Ghana, somebody saw him and went and reported to the man and said, look, the guy you said should take the 2,000 for the COVID problem, he couldn't do his business. The guy is just somebody. The guy said, bring him back. 
bring him back. May your fornication not be brought back. May your issues not be brought back. Allow the sleeping dogs to lie. And how do you allow the sleeping dogs to lie? By learning to forgive your brother or your sister today. Helen Baylor's song. He has cast my sins. What? Is it my, is it my sins or my what? Yeah, my sins. Into the sea of forgetfulness. Yeah, it's a sea. It's the sea of forgetfulness for you. But God, yeah, he can fish it from anywhere in the sea. <laughs> yes. It's a sea. You know that Malaysian Airlines plane that fire, they've not found it. But they believe it is somewhere in the sea. God, the world is 70% sea. A, a big aeroplane, they can't find it. After today, they can't find it. All kinds of conspiracy. At least we know it's not on dry land. They can't find it. They have used the most sophisticated. So it's the sea of forgetfulness with you. If you mess up with unforgiveness, God will just put his net inside. You know where it is. The, the abortion is here. The adultery is here. The, he, knows, he knows where to pick your stealing from. He knows where to pick your, your... I don't want to mention the sins. That's why Jesus said, when you stand to pray... It's a major key in prayer. When you stand, when you see someone, that's why I said, a lot of the things we do, even our prayer, like, and some today have a, a way they work when they pray. And sometimes they pray. A lot of them are, is just stagecraft. Actors and actresses. Because that prayer you are praying, you have to ask yourself, as I'm doing this prayer, doing this prayer, who have I not forgiven? You see, it shows that you don't even believe the word of God. Yes. It, it, it shows a, a certain basic disbelief, either in God's word or God himself. You are just an actress. If you really believe in the word of God, you will not attempt to pray. When you and someone are not on good terms, you won't. And at least you have, you, you have ruled out you as the source of that discord. Because you can have a problem with somebody, you want to flow, the person wouldn't want to flow. That's, but at least you know that it's not from you. It's not from you. But you are coming to a prayer meeting. 
and the sister you heard had said something about your right leg that it is twisted and it is true also that the leg is not straight <laughs> now you are bored and you are, we are having a fasting and prayer when you enter the service then the sisters oh Mary how then when she comes in the pastor shall we lift up her hands then she starts crying <laughs> thank you Jesus look when you stand, when you stand to pray, and, and see, why? Why should you? Why is forgiveness necessary before you even start praying? Because the world we are in is full of evil people, including you. Now. If you don't learn to purge your system of the evils done you, bitterness alone will kill you. Because in the church, your bishop will offend you. And I, and I know certain bishops who can offend. I mean, not like the way I am passing very well. I'm a very good bishop. I speak to you nicely. I mean, we are having a nice time. There are certain bishops... <laughs> Even the way, the way he will preach to you, you'll be offended. Ah, why? Why? Small God we are serving, you have come to me, you are pointing at that's what I mean. I stand at one place and I just use my two hands. <laughs> Your bishop will offend you. Your reverend will offend you. Your sister will offend you. Your husband will offend so If you don't arrange your heart... Like a constantly purging heart. Oh. There are offenses everywhere. In your office, in school, everywhere, everywhere. Somebody you love. Especially those you love. Because when you love somebody, there's a way you open your heart towards the person. And the more you open your heart, the more easily you are hurt by a person. That's why people they do some things to me. I, I won't mind. Even Jesus. He didn't mind. It's not everybody. So that's why I said, don't worry about certain people's comments. But some people, like he said, it was my friend. I ate with him. Aha. We put our hands in the same bowl. He is the one, my own familiar friend. So, 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 so certain people can, can offend you. That's why when Jesus Christ was on the cross, he was, he was just about to die. Can you imagine if Jesus had died with offenses? Now, because as he was on the cross, the Jews had offended him. Pontius Pilate had offended him. Herod had offended him. The Roman soldiers had offended him. Uh, 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 Peter had offended him. Judas, I don't even know. I can't find the English word to, to, to explain what he, what he had done. The guy on the cross had offended him. It's like there were offenses everywhere. He had to offend. He had to forgive the Jews for their wickedness. He had to forgive Pontius Pilate for his politics. And his double-facedness. 
He had to forgive Peter for his betrayal and denial and abandonment. He had to forgive Judas for his treachery. He had to forgive. He had to forgive the soldiers for their wickedness. So he hung on the cross and he said, Father, forgive them. May you not die one day and stand before God with human beings in your hearts. I said, may you not die one day to stand before God as you are before the Lord. It's not blood pumping in your heart. It's a human being, 16 human beings. Two choristers, one usher. Your bishop is in your heart. Your former boyfriend didn't bring the money he borrowed from you. And it's like... <laughs> Especially those... Luke 23, verse 33. And when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, there they crucified him. And the malefactors, one on the right and the other on the left, then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. And the people stood beholding. Listen to me. I, I sense in my spirit that somebody, even in this service, is sitting here with unforgiveness. You better pray. And ask for the grace to go and correct and connect. Go and correct and connect. Because your prayers can be hindered. When you have someone you frequently quarrel with. That's why married people are the top the top candidate for unanswered prayers. When you see somebody with a ring on his finger, the possibility that his prayers are not being answered is very, very high. Oh, yes. Married people. A woman and, and, and the ladies, they have two rings. <laughs> With the men, we have just one. <laughs> yeah, the ladies have got two rings. That is why the prophet says that spouses are admonished to forgive each other lest their prayers are hindered. Spouses can have serious arguments, offenses, and hurts between themselves. So marriage itself, by marrying, you have erected a very major wall to your spirituality. Marriage. When you get married, your prayers may be hindered and blocked because of your frequent quarrels. Your marriage may actually bring you to the end of your relationship with God. Yes. First Peter 3, 7. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife, as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. That your prayers be not hindered. If you are a wife, listen to me very, very carefully. It's not a joke. Oh, look. <laughs> so those of you who are not married, you don't know what you, are, what you are benefiting from. And those of you who are rushing to have your wedding, <laughs> you may not know you are rushing to block your prayers. Oh, yes. 
I mean, imagine your, your, your husband said something and you're not happy. You wake up in the morning. Oh, Kale, be how? That it has, has earned all your relationship, your prayers, everything is on. When you pray, when you stand to pray, forgive. Whenever you see any married couple, any married couple sitting in front of a pastor to solve a marital problem, know that their prayers are not being answered. I am telling you. Any married couple with a, an issue, either they've gone to a pastor, they've gone to their auntie, they've gone to their wife's father, they've gone to see a herbalist, whatever, what, anybody to, to solve the problem. I'm saying that once that, look, <laughs> when you don't forgive, when you don't say play on, when you don't say that, this matter is not going to bed with us. He said, let not the sun go down. A lot of the prayers you pray are not being answered by God. That's why today I said, when you pray, pray from your heart. Lord, I want to thank you. I thank you. I'm grateful that what I was doing on the tree, nobody saw me. But I want to promise you, I will never do this again, again, again. Never, at least on a tree, never. <laughs> at least on a tree. <laughs> Lord, I'm surprised that you could sit in the service and watch me struggle with verses. Even if I have not read the verse, why can't you even bring it to my remembrance? <laughs> and you watch me disgrace myself. If you do that again next week, I won't preach again. <laughs> it's, it's, it's from your heart. You waited when there were people around. That is when you allowed my shoe to break. So all your power, you couldn't hold my shoe with glue. At least for the, for the 40 meters I was walking into that room. Right in front of everyone. Now I'm carrying my shoe. Lord, I'm surprised that you can do that. But I still love you. But I'm surprised that you can do that to me. Yeah. God loves that person more than... Omnipotent Jesus, we come to you. Tell Domino Janto sang to you. You are speaking key with you, and you are speaking Latin, 21st century Latin to God. Yami bumpire died. You remember? Eton Domino Sanctuminos. Hey! Go to God and say, Lord, in this election, I want President Muhammad to win. Yes! This election, if Kuf, uh, what is his name? Adnana Adudakwa doesn't win, I won't be a pastor. 
learn to speak your feeling. Don't say, Lord, you know the weights. You judge the man. Let your will be done. Whatever you choose is my choice. Meanwhile, you are holding NDC party card. <laughs> Receive honesty in your prayers. Lord, I'm in love with my choir leader. Heal me of this sickness. He's married. I can't. Because of him, my blood pressure rises when we are singing. Especially when he's conducting. It's like he's pointing to me all the time. All the time. All the time. Lord, I'm suffering. Don't go to God and say, Lord, you know that I've not loved any man. I'm, I, I'm looking for someone my heart will go to. Lord, send me Andrew. Lord, send me. And meanwhile, Peter is there. He's married and you're falling in love with him. So God doesn't like you. When you go and stand before him, as soon as he hears, he says, what? Latin? Uh, Michael, in the market, check. What is it? Latin, understand? Turn him off. Then he comes here, and the woman, he says, Eradi my bread. Eradi me here. Eradi. 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 Say me, Sufre. I call me Demi. I call me Demi, my bread. Michael, send him some potatoes. Send him some sardines. Send him some whatever. Receive answers to your prayers. As I receive answers to your prayers. Yes. Honesty. From your heart. From your heart. Why? Because he already knows what is in your heart. Stand to your feet. Lift your hands and freestyle. Freestyle. Pray. Freestyle. Freestyle. Tell God your real painting issues. Your real painting issues. Really. Be real. It's not that you want your center to grow. You want to marry by December. Say it properly to God. Don't stand here with... Yamanda Brunka Parane de Ketora Badaski Pora, Mala Biondo Cotani Yombarna Maka, Mara Boschera 
Shatwama. Tell the Lord. Lord, I thank you for the 10 Ghana cities I received. Lord, I thank you for helping me to preach tonight. I didn't feel like preaching, but you helped me to preach. I thank you. I didn't feel like coming to church. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Temosa Shatabo. Lift your hands and talk to him. Jesus. He's beautiful. He's very beautiful. Yes. Yes. Jesus said, Why? He told, said, Father, why have you forsaken me? Why? What is this? Nobody wanted to come to the earth. I volunteered to come. I've come to look at the treatment you are giving me. You, you, you have left me. How? But if God raised him on the third day, he raised him on the third day. I see God lifting you out on that problem. It causes you pain. It causes you disappointment. It causes you anguish. But I said that everybody has his third day. Everybody has his third day. He will do it. The three Hebrew boys. They didn't care whether God was standing there. Or he, they told Nebuchadnezzar, he said, we know. I'm sure God was there. Because later, he appeared. He said, we know that God will deliver us from this thing. But even if he doesn't, because sometimes you, you, you expect him, but he won't do it. But we know him. That he, sometimes he does not do it. But you, they are one to you. We will never bow to you. But God, we do, sometimes he can disappoint you. Prophet sometimes he is there. We know him, but you do, he may easily not appear. And it's okay. But the, the, that's between us and God. But you, we won't bow to you. Never. So we know he will deliver. But even if he does not. As they stood, they said, ah, it's possible that we can enter this thing and the lions will eat us. It's possible that God will not show up. Did God show up? Oh, yes. I, oh, I, I said, did God show up? Oh, yes. So, by saying that, even if he does not show up, they were trying to cast a certain um, God in a certain light. Mm. That's how they felt. Faith. That we know God is bad. Sometimes, you know, they, uh, he can easily swerve you. Uh, he's not there. You are looking for him. He's not there. He has forsaken you. But that's as, by you, we won't bow. Learn, learn to speak. You are prophesied. Those are the people God honors. When you are in pain, tell God that I'm in pain. Do something about it. Do something. Do something about it. Do something. Can you clap your hands for this beautiful book? If you want to pray well, get it. Get it. Get the book. Very important. I want you everyone to close your eyes as we end the service. If you are here, you are not born again. You are online. Somebody invited you to this service. 
but you are not born again you want to say pastor please pray for me i want to give my life to jesus christ i want to surrender my life to jesus christ every head bowed and every eye closed father say this prayer after me everyone say heavenly father heavenly father today today i surrender my life to you i surrender my life to i you. come to you today i come to you today and i say lord and i say lord i am dirty i am dirty i am dirty i am dirty please forgive me please forgive please me. have mercy on please me please have mercy on me and receive me and receive me as your child as your child i want to be i want to be your favorite child your favorite child I need you to make me. I need you to make me your beloved child. Your beloved child. I love you. I love you. You are my master. You are my master. You are my savior. You are my savior. From today. From today. I will serve you. I will serve you. From today. From today. I will live for you. I will live for you. I thank you. I thank for you for your great kindness. For your great kindness. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Clap your hands for Jesus.